Hello and welcome uh, to our midweek podcast from Avila Presbyterian Church. This is a recording uh, of our midweek on Tuesday nights held in our church building at Mavilla Presbyterian Church. We trust that you're all keeping safe and well, and we take this half hour to come together in Jesus' name, to recognize his blessings and comforts in our lives. As we do this, let me just uh, continue uh, to uh, let you know that on Sundays, uh, both our morning and evening services uh, are now happening in our church building, uh, and it would be great uh, to see you face-to-face again uh, as we start to get back to a sense of normality as well. We come together this evening uh, continuing uh, a series that we've been looking at over the last while entitled For Now, material from the Presbyterian Church in Ireland, l- uh, helping us to think about what it means to be a church of Jesus Christ in days such as this. This evening, we're going to be thinking about how to engage others in the faith. And as we do that, I want to read these words from Psalm 16 as we begin this evening. Keep me safe, O God, for in you I take refuge. I say to the Lord, you are my Lord. Apart from you, I have no good thing. We come together this evening, recognizing where all goodness comes from, recognizing that in all good things that are happening in our lives, it is through our heavenly Father that provides them. Let us come before him now in prayer as we begin. Heavenly Father, we thank you for the opportunity to come together in your name and, Lord, to recognize your goodness and love in our lives, to recognize, Lord, what it means to seek and to serve you each day. And, Heavenly Father, as we look uh, to you this evening, we also recognize that in our lives there are many things that are not of you. There are many times, Lord, in which we look uh, to do the things that Uh, will dishonour and cause distance between ourselves and you. And so, Lord, we come before you, confessing the times that we have wronged you. We come before you, longing uh, for all the things that are not of you uh, to be away in our lives. And, Lord, we pray that by the Spirit of Jesus, that we may have a great awareness of your goodness and love working in our lives, drawing us close, that you may be truly our refuge in life as we look uh, to honour and to follow you in all that we may do. Heavenly Father, we pray uh, that we have that uh, awareness, Lord, of what it means um, to come together in your name. Give us that hunger, Lord, we pray, to hear your words and of what it means uh, to seek you each day. For Lord, as we look uh, to our lives and the things that are happening in them, how easily, Lord, we can become busy with things that are not of you. How easy, Lord, can we become consumed uh, by the things that we need in life. Give us a vision, Lord, of what it means to know, Lord, of your hand upon us, 
to know what it is to seek your things, to seek the goodness that you long to give us in life. Heavenly Father, we pray all these things now in the name of Jesus. Amen. Before we read our scripture passage this evening, we're going to listen to our first item of praise. It is a a praise sung to us by Jonathan Ray and his family, and the praise is entitled, Oh, Praise the Name.
Well, as we continue now in our series for now and thinking about what it means to engage others in the faith of our Lord Jesus, we want to come together um, and read a passage that is quite well known to us here in Mavilla as uh, over the last year we've been going through the book of Acts. And I want to return to some verses tonight in Acts 19. We're going to read verses 8 to 10. Acts 19 verses 8 to 10. This is the word of God. Paul entered the synagogue and spoke boldly there for three months, arguing persuasively about the kingdom of God. But some of them became obstinate. They refused to believe and public maligned away. So Paul left them. He took the disciples with him and had discussions daily in the lecture hall of Tyrannius. This went on for two years so that all the Jews and Greeks who lived in the province of Asia heard the word of the Lord. Here we end the reading of God's word. Let's come to God in prayer just as we begin. Heavenly Father, we pray for that awareness of what it means to seek and to follow you. We pray for that awareness, Lord, of knowing your power and glory as we turn to your word as we seek you through it in all that we do. For we long to show others, Lord, what it means uh, to know you and to know the good things that you give us. We ask this now in Jesus' name. Amen. I wonder what's the thing in your life that you long to show people most? Whether it's pictures of your family, whether it is achievements that you've maybe had. Or maybe it is that idea that it is coming uh, to show others the faith that you have in the Lord Jesus. For as we continued uh, through the Acts of Apostles, we see Paul coming again and again into this sense of a pattern he had a burning desire for others to know that relationship with the Lord Jesus that he had. Uh, in Acts 19, we find Paul in a, a Ephesus, a place where he had been before. Uh, and Paul used this brief time there to train, build, mentor, disciple, and send out a core of pastors and leaders and preachers. Ephesus really became a hub of church planting activity and held a special place in Paul's heart. And when he arrived a second time, he found some local disciples, uh, but they still uh, were needed to know more of the gospel story. We see that they were disciples of John the Baptist, and we see how Paul uh, falls into that pattern again of looking to teach them of what it means to be baptized in the name of Jesus. And then we see that wonderful picture in verses 6 and 7, just before our reading this evening. When Paul placed his hands on them, the Holy Spirit came on them, and they, were, they spoke in tongues and prophesied. There was about 12 men in all. Here we see that picture of the Spirit working in uh, someone's life. That when they say they believe in Jesus, it shows. 
Here we see that picture of the power of the Holy Spirit working through Paul's ministry. The Holy Spirit indwelled them, which caused all twelve in the group to speak in tongues and prophesy. An outward sign confirmed the inward spirituality that had taken place in their hearts. Four occasions occur like this in the book of Acts. And it, it really was a mini Pentecost. We see the Pentecost experience four times in Acts to Jewish believers in Jerusalem, to the Samaritans through Philip, the Gentiles by Peter, and also here to the dispersed through Jews through Paul. So Paul educated these disciples. He lovingly corrects these disciples and boldly points them uh, to uh, what is lacking in their faith. So the men praised God, a sign that the Holy Spirit is at work. They exalted Jesus because the Spirit does not promote himself but Jesus. And these men could not stop talking about him. Like Apollos, they made a difference in the world. A reminder, the, the remainder of this chapter uh, shows that Ephesus had now become a sounding board for the gospel in Asia Minor. And ultimately, the presence of the Spirit energized believers, so undermined idolatry that many idols were burned. And actually, after the reading this evening, we see more powerful effects of the Spirit working through Paul's ministry. So in verses 8 to 10, there's a real summary of what Paul did in uh, Ephesus. He returns to his usual pattern of mission. He first of all goes to the synagogue to preach. And while he preached in the synagogue, Paul would reason with the Jews according to the scriptures and would plead with them to confess that the Messiah had come in Jesus Christ. Paul's message, therefore, echoes Jesus' own message. That the promised one had come, and so to it the kingdom of God. The coming of Jesus had brought in the long-expected kingdom of God. This kingdom, however, did not come through a brilliant military conquest of worldly rulers. Jesus established his rule over the commas through, commas through his humble death on the cross. Through his life, death, and resurrection, through the ascension, that ushered the beginning of the kingdom, which will culminate in resplendent power upon the second coming of Jesus' return. And as Paul preaches this message, he is met with two responses. Some embrace and believe the message, but others reject Jesus, even going as far as to slander those who follow him. Such a response should not surprise us. To reject the gospel message is to reject the one who preaches the gospel message. That is what happened to Paul and his disciples in the synagogue. When the people of God proclaim the God in gospel faithfulness, they will meet uh, open and eager hostility. Christians, followers of Jesus, we cannot, however, lose heart upon rejection. For God reigns supreme over the cosmos, and he provides and governs all things according to his good and perfect purposes of his will. As we look at verse 10, like the whole of the book of Acts, it helps us understand 
how early Christianity spread out of the synagogue into the rest of the world, to the Jew first and then to the Greek. It helps us understand the meaning through which the message of Christianity spread. It spread through faithful, persistent preaching of God's word. Just like a drink that you continue to pour in a glass, and after the glass is full, it continues to overflow. Even when the message is met with hostility, the word of God continues to spread. As we proclaim the message that Jesus is Lord, that he is the one that we put our lives in trust of. And we will meet others. We will reject it. But we will also recognize others who will come to believe in the name of Jesus. A message that is living and active. A message that will bring life and restoration. And yes, we will find opposition to it. But we also may know that idea of changing someone's life, of that joy of knowing that through a gospel message that there is something happening in a person's life to bring them to the person who created them. He understands what they are going through and will give them the precious and uh, wonderful gift of everlasting life. Yes, it's true in our day that uh, as we think about the Spirit coming into someone's life, it may not happen the way it happens with the, uh, the disciples that Paul met at the, ch- um, at the earlier verses in the chapter. But we may know a sense uh, of life, of people turning away from things uh, that are not helpful to them and coming to the good and precious things of God. Let's keep this in mind as we seek to follow our Saviour. We're going to listen to an item of praise now entitled, Show Us Christ. Oh mm-hmm.
As we close this evening, let us come to our God in prayer. As we recognize our need of knowing him working in our lives each day. We want to continue to lift up uh, others who are uh, finding life difficult at this time. We want to continue to lift up to God our uh, authorities and those uh, who are making uh, big decisions about our community through these days as well. And also, we want to continue to lift up our young people through these days too. Let us come to our God in prayer for others. Heavenly Father, we recognise, Lord, your hand upon us and what it means, Lord, to know our security in your name, that through all that we may face in life, we are secure in you. And we thank you for this for your goodness and your love to each one of us, the joy it is uh, to rest in you. And Lord, we recognize this evening that all good things come from you. And Lord, we want to lift up before you those who are not experiencing good things at this time. Lord, we lift up before you those who continue to mourn the loss of loved ones, 
asking, Lord, that they may know of your hand of comfort and peace uh, upon them, that they may know, Lord, of what it means uh, to rest in you. Lord, we also want to lift up before you those who are experiencing ill health through these days and through confusion and uncertainty. We ask, Lord, that they may know of you as their refuge, you of bringing clarity to them. And as we have thought about this evening, that they may know that real clarity of the gospel message of you as the Son of God, the one who came into this world to die for us so that we may have eternal life in your name. Lord, help us hold on to those things through all that we may be going through. And Lord, we want to also lift up before you those who are feeling anxious about the future, who are unsure about what one day will bring to the next. Lord, we ask that they may have that great awareness, Lord, of your hand upon them, looking to guide and direct them throughout. Heavenly Father, we lift up before you those, Lord, who will uh, continue uh, to guide and direct us. We pray for those uh, who are in authority in our community. And we ask, Lord, that they may know of your goodness and your wisdom as they seek uh, to lead and to guide us. Lord, that they may look to you for all decisions that they may make. Lord, we ask this day after day in all that we may face. And Heavenly Father, we also continue to lift up before you, our young people, through days of much uncertainty. We give you thanks, Lord, that uh, schools are back and and doing well. But Lord, we pray for protection over our loved ones and for all who work in our schools. Lord, we thank you for many clubs that have started back again as well. And Lord, we pray for leaders, Lord, who look to guide and direct young people through these days also. Lord, that they may know of your hand upon them, that they may know the work that they are doing is so important and crucial. And Lord, that we may know that that young people, Lord, uh, that they have access to hear the things of you, to know of that joy uh, of knowing the gospel and what it means uh, to trust in you. Lord, we want to bring before you one another, asking, Lord, that through each day, our eyes and ears may be open to what the Spirit says. Lord, that we have that awareness of what it means uh, to rest in you and to know of your goodness and love in all that happens. Lord, we lift up one another before you now. In Jesus' loving name, amen. Well, thank you for listening, everyone, this evening. May you know God's blessing throughout this week. And let us close with the words of the benediction. May the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God our Father, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us now and forevermore. Amen. God bless everyone.